Senores y señores, what is going on? Welcome on into today's edition of Flyers Talk Live. Of course, I'm your host, El Parcero Philly. Look, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. The date we have been mostly waiting for since the end of the season, it is tomorrow. As free agency in the NHL begins uh, on July 13th, which will be tomorrow. So tomorrow, it should be pretty hectic. And there are a lot of names out there that bring some intrigue. And of course, everyone in philadelphia should and if you saw twitter it seems now it's like 50 50 and people are losing hope on one johnny hockey returning back home to the philadelphia area and wearing the orange and black but you know there is obviously calgary we'll talk about everything that has to do with the johnny hockey situation and whether or not it is actually feasible of us bringing johnny hockey back home you know all right so we'll talk about that we'll talk about the other views of note for the flyers um, we'll talk about the uh, development camp. Develop, development camp is underway in Voorhees, New Jersey, as we speak. Uh, some good prospects out there for the Flyers. Uh, so we'll definitely be discussing what is going on in the development camp for sure. Uh, the Flyers also have some qualifying contracts some, uh, that they have offered to nine different players. So we'll discuss about as well. But welcome. Welcome, everyone, to Flyers Talk Live. We got Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and, of course, we got TikTok into t- today to talk about the Flyers. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are a Flyers fan, I want to hear from your guys. Obviously, a lot's been going on, and obviously tomorrow's a big day as well. So both in the TikTok comment section and in the YouTube comment sections, throw your comments, questions, and concerns about the Philadelphia Flyers. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be a part of the show, we will allow you guys to come on the show, talk some Flyers hockey with us. I'm going to leave the link in the comment section so you guys can come on in, hang out backstage. We'll get some people on a little bit later into the show, uh, but you guys are more than welcome to come on in here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, quick reminder, today's Flyers Talk Live, it is sponsored by La Terrain Watches. Shouts out to La Terrain. If you guys are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out La Terrain Watches, high-quality watches at a bargain price. And when you use my promo code, Barcelo Philly, at the checkout page, you will receive 10% off of your purchase of a La Terrain watch. So a big shout and a big thank you to our friends over at La Terrain, and make sure you guys do, in fact, check them out. Awesome stuff. What's up, Dylan? We got a chat. What's happening? We see we got I saw positive Philly in the chat. Positive Philly, you got the link. The link is in there. You're more than welcome. We'll bring some people on a little bit later. But what is happening? Positive Philly. All right. I'll get to your I'll get to your I see your questions there, Dylan. I'll get to them in just one second. We are going to discuss it. So I'll answer those questions a little bit. But I do want to start off today um with the Tony D'Angelo stuff. And the 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 controversy, Tony D'Angelo, I kind of want to, you know, put to rest after today. Um, but I definitely got into some, some some very healthy dialogue on social media. And look, social media can be a, a, a wildfire of certain topics, but obviously this one brings a lot of passionate opinions. When it comes to Tony D'Angelo's situation, I, for one, this is how I stand on it. I, for one, am not a fan of the person as Tony D'Angelo. Look, obviously, I don't agree with the way he kind of exerts his politics on people and i don't agree with the way he is as a person i've heard the stories to me as a flyers fan as a human being i don't feel too comfortable with it however though person aside personal life aside tony d'angelo brings something to the flyers that we actually could use i'm not a fan of the contract either i have five million avv like aav like that's i'm not a big fan of that but he brings a right right hand shot that we do we did actually need you needed some more depth on that defense on the defensive pairings. Obviously, remember, guys, we did trade J- Justin Braun during the trade deadline. And what are you going to roll with Ronnie Atard and Nick Sealer in, in with one of those pairings? Absolutely not. And of course, you do have the question mark that is Ryan Ellis. Not saying Tony D'Angelo can be your top defender, but you know, for, for a couple games, he was suited there. 
I am when it comes to Tony D'Angelo, I am on a short lease situation with him. The minute something I hear anything, even a fight with a teammate, I'd be the first one to say Tony D'Angelo has to leave. I'm being dead serious, guys, because we cannot be we cannot allow our athletes to go rampage and acting like fools out here. And we're talking about a locker room so far. The locker room seems to be reciprocating to this deal. Obviously, you have Kevin Hayes vouching for Tony D'Angelo, which, yeah, you do like to see teammates vouching for him. But I will say this as well, because one thing I did see on, on social media and, I, and I, you guys know me, I love Tyrone Johnson over at 97.5 The Fanatic. I, we always see eye to eye on a lot of things. To me, I'm not forgiving him. And that's kind of the, the talk of it. Should we forgive him? One thing I will say, I talked about this on TikTok. You cannot tell a Flyers fan that is a a minority and be a member of the LGBTQ community to forgive Tony D'Angelo because of what the, what his actions have been just demonstrating in the past. There's been racism. There's been homophobia on top of, of as well. just some demonstrating of some bad being a bad teammate fighting with teammates. I think he got in a fight with Georgia, the backup goalkeeper, a uh, 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 goaltender of, of the New York Rangers. I'll have to double check on that. But there is a reputation here for him. But I want to hope that, you know, coming back into Philadelphia, he obviously grew up, I would think he grew up as a Flyers fan, and just being comfortable being near around his family and, you know, obviously wearing the orange and black. For a lot of people in the hockey circle, that orange and black still does mean something. So we don't have to forgive Tony D'Angelo as a person. The move has been done. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Like, the move is done. Like, there's nothing that we can really do to, to get Tony D'Angelo out. He's here. He could definitely help this hockey team out. But overall, I think that the 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 feelings towards Tony D are very validated. But that's just kind of how I am with the situation. I'm also at the point in my life where I see what's going on in my country. I see what's going on around me. I'm tired of the division, and I kind of want to move forward. And I, and especially with this type of situation, if Tony D can help us, I'm 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 definitely happy with that. But it is definitely a controversial situation, and everyone's valid for their for how they feel about it. But Man, it is definitely Tony D is definitely going to be on a short lease, to say the least. Absolutely. Um, let me see here. Thank you so much. Appreciate that, Lion. Lions cool drink. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks for the roses. Uh Vincent, thank welcome to the family. Thanks so much for the follow. I appreciate it. Well, awesome stuff. All right, let's get to the hockey stuff of, of things. Um, all right, so I want to obviously look. We're all looking at the at the Johnny Goudreau front. So here's a little bit of an update. So so far, the Calgary Flames have actually offered a contract to Johnny Goudreau, a ten a ten year uh, sorry a eight year ten million dollar AAV deal. So far, has been thrown at Johnny Goudreau. Johnny is going to have, I believe, what forty eight hours to accept this deal, um, or no twenty four hours to accept this deal because obviously free agency starts tomorrow. So actually, now less than twenty four hours. But regardless. A deal has been placed by the Calgary Flames, and it's really all going to come down to whether or not Johnny Hockey wants to stay in Calgary. If you see what the Flyers are doing, they obviously are making moves, and I really do believe that it's going to come down to the Flyers and the Flames when it's all said and done. I've heard, I know I've heard the Islanders, I've heard the Bruins. No, it's realistically, it's going to come down to the Flyers and the Flames. Johnny is a very loyal person. He's a very sentimental person as well. So it's either you stay with the team that gave you the opportunity, that brought you up, that developed you, or you go back home and you play for the Philadelphia Flyers. And that's really what it's going to come down to here for the Philadelphia Fly uh, for the for Johnny Goudreau. But it's crazy because there are some people, especially like people 
writers and people who are high up who, who follow this team 24-7 who aren't on board with Johnny Hockey. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, my thing is, look, Johnny Hockey is not going to help you win this year. Like, I, 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 knew, I knew this going into it. But let me tell you something. There's no move this year that you can make that will help you win this season either. So to me, it just it, bringing in Johnny Hockey is a move that's going to be beneficial for you in the future. Remember, the Rangers blueprint that we have been just drilling into the ground, that's the blueprint of what we're trying to do here. And so, like, to me, I just don't get how you cannot get on board with getting Johnny Hockey. Thinking that it's going to be it's, – it's tough to get him because of money, I understand. Look, we none of us really understand that. Only the people who are up top making those moves in the discussions understand how to make the money to go try to get Johnny Goudreau. But you saw right now. Now you're looking at possibly 10 to $11 million. I'm, I'm thinking the Flyers are going to have to outspend significantly. Possibly at, at, offer at the minimum a 12 AAV for Johnny Hockey. Because, like, look, Johnny's now also not going to take a, t- a hometown discount either. I mean, he's trying to get paid too at 28 years old. So he's definitely, definitely worth it. But why wouldn't you want to get Johnny Hockey? Now, the Flyers did make a move today that kind of helped try to ease up the cap. Um, they did wave, put um, Oscar Lindblom on the waiver wire. So that frees up around 3.3, I believe, in a uh, in money this season. So that frees up the books a little bit. And look, I, I get it. it it's Oscar Lindblom is going to hold a very special place in our hearts as Flyers fans. The story, the, the, the circumstances that he had to go through, go, like recovering from cancer, coming back and playing hockey at the highest level, you definitely have to commend him and you have to give him a round of applause. And he definitely, will, like I said, will hold a special place in our heart. However, though, we've talked about this. Oscar Lindblom, since coming back from cancer, has not been the same player that he was before the cancer diagnosis. And listen, that's... You can't control that. It is what it is. You do feel for him, but we need to make we need to make moves that will help this team out. I mean, Oscar Lindblom, he had a couple had a couple goals, but you can clearly tell he didn't seem as comfortable as he did before cancer. So to me, this was a smart business move. Love Oscar Lindblom. I, I, I will root for him wherever we go. And for the people who say, well, okay, here we go. We let another prospect go who's going to go somewhere else and probably uh, flourish and, and become the player we all thought he was. That's fine. That's fine. But again, we're talking about Johnny freaking hockey, ladies and gentlemen. What don't we understand? You guys want a generational player, right? You guys want a star player, right? You guys beg for Bryce Harper. You guys beg for Nick Cassianos, Kyle Schwarber. You guys beg for a, a player like A.J. Brown. You guys have begged for a player like James Harden. You guys have begged for a player like Julian Caranza and Mikael Ua. Yeah, I did. I went there. So... We're talking about Johnny freaking hockey. Listen, other moves need to be made, but dude, this is what we're talking about here. So look, love, love Limbaum, but the move definitely had to be made. We actually did talk about that. We talked about how a guy like Limbaum probably is going to have to go. You're, I'm sure there was not really much of a market for Limbaum, and it made more sense to, to put him on the waiver wire. But just because you did that, you still have more money to clear off the books. And so now we ask ourselves, who is next? Who is going to be next as far as going off a trade? Um, you Obviously, we looked at Provorov, who's been heavy on the rumorville, which I'm not a big fan of because, look, Ryan Ellis is not a for-sure thing. All right, And the the way it looks, he might be on the long-term IR to start the season. So if you do trade Ivan Provorov, you need to, you need to bring back a significant defender. I'm fine with moving up Sanheim and Ristolainen at the top player in defending, but you need another defender at that point too. Look, I, I know Provy's got value. I'm not sure how much value he's got around the league, but obviously, look, 
you have to look around the league. If you're a team around the league and look at Ivan Provorov, seeing him struggle without a top pairing defender right next to him. I mean, I've heard uh, like, like the, the Blue Jackets and the Kings being in on Ivan Provorov. There's some solid places for him. Uh, but we'll, we'll wait to see. I mean, I, I'm right now, especially with who is making these decisions, I'm not a big fan of parting ways Ivan Provorov. Obviously, the top option would be trading away JVR, but as we talked before, it'll be very difficult to part ways with James James Van Riemsdyk because of the money he is making and the age that he's at and the lack of production that he's giving you. But that would be the best case scenario. Now, I did hear the rumblings that Buffalo could be interested in taking on that salary. Uh, I could see the Ducks taking on the salary as well. Ducks have the most salary right now. They have a lot of prospects, a lot of forward prospects that they can't bring them all up at once. So, hey, we'll take it. We'll take you take the the, the money. Uh, we'll take one of your prospects off your hands. We'll throw an extra draft pick, I guess. I'll take the the potential of a nice prospect for that. That sounds like a solid move to me. Seattle's still in the run. Seattle's been trying to get JVR at the right price since the expansion draft last year. So there are options here for JVR, and obviously Travis Konechny, who I think um, has some value as well, probably more value than James Van Reeves, like, but. Um, uh, look, I know we love Travis connecting. I also do think that in a John Tortorella system, he can actually flourish. But again, what are we talking about here? Johnny freaking hockey. So I'm, I think at this point, one of these contracts, I'm willing to get uh, willing to part ways with here. But we also have to remember that this team also um, probably does need some forwards. But if you get Johnny hockey, I'm OK with putting some prospects out there or some cheaper options out, out there as well. We can bring back Zach McEwen because um, obviously you're going to need some forward depth, right? Uh, you also are going to need a backup goal goaltender. Obviously, we all know with, uh, what's going on with Fedorov, and it's it's a it's a effed up situation. But now you got to start thinking about another backup goaltender, and I think that the Flyers are going to typically go into that with the typical mindset of probably just allowing um whatever they can find and putting them in there. So we'll we'll wait and see. And and, and the tough part about this all is that Chuck Fletcher is, is running the show with this, and you, we all can agree like our trust with Chuck Fletcher is is not that high. I mean, Chuck has not been as as far as especially his trades had really been rough. The Ryan Ellis trade, um, the Risto trade, this this Tony D'Angelo trade he just did as well. Um, so not not a lot of trades that you could just hang your hat on. It's kind of put us in a tough spot where he's on to his second coach. And if you look at where this team was in 2018, 2020, the team has truly regressed. As part to do with what Chuck Fletcher has been doing, and also injuries have been killing this team. Um, but this it, it just feels like Chuck's just been taking gambles and they just have not been paying off. So that's why it's tough to kind of believe him. And it's why it's tough to kind of believe that even like a Johnny hockey type of move can be done because it's, it's Chuck Fletcher. Now I will say, you know, I'll, I'll, I will put this out there. It'd be pretty cool if we can, uh, if Johnny hockey's not a thing, right? If we can get Evgeny Malkin just to troll the Penguins fans. <laughs> Obviously I'm kidding, but it, it would be pretty freaking funny. Um, Dylan, I appreciate you waiting there, my man. Um, well, Oscar is gone. He could have stayed uh, on the fourth line. Yeah, see, I don't like that either, uh, Dylan, because to me, Oscar Lindblom should not be on a fourth line. To me, he's a really good third line uh, left winger. I think that that to me is is what you got to start looking at, man. Uh, why not buy out JVR? He tips pucks. I think that would have, it, it's too much of a uh, it's too much on the on the books to be just waving him. It's it's a different situation. Uh, you got to feel bad for Sam, but good for the Flyers for giving him a job. I, dude, listen, it, it, yeah, I, you completely agree with you, man. It's, it's an effed up situation. The injury definitely hurt, but uh, he's got a he's got a job here, and it's you know it, your life, especially as an athlete, it's not always being an athlete. Like, there's more to life than being an athlete, and I think that someone like him definitely understands that. Uh, Breakos back in fifty points with the Coyotes. <laughs> That's another bad trade, by the way. Trading away Shane Gossespierre with the draft pick. 
and Shane flourishes with Arizona in a college stadium. So, yeah. Why do we kill the, the by the way, why do we kill the Cayos uh, for playing in a college stadium when the Hurricanes have been playing in a college city for all this time? I know it's more of an NHL arena, but come on. Come on, guys. Come on, people. Um, all right. So start bringing me guys on here. We'll start off uh, with my man, Ian Fitzmaier. Thank you so much. Welcome to the Flyers. Live, buddy. How are you feeling? I'm doing all right. So I got a little bit of a rumor update because I was been hearing through the back channels, through uh, all hockey fans. And the, the reason why JVR has not been traded is because everyone was ex expecting to try to weasel out one of the first round picks. I don't think that's going to happen. I think maybe like a second and maybe like a fourth or a fifth, something along the lines. It's going to be thrown into a little package deal for that first round pick. But everyone's trying to weasel out one of the two first round picks. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And that's what I hear from other Flyers fans as well. Like everyone's trying to weasel out these trades. Like everyone's thinking, uh, this, uh, maybe we can weasel out of something. Check. I wish he would take more classes and learn from Howie on getting draft picks, but he's got to learn how to make some adjustments on that. But it's not just him. I, even with Hextall, it was like his hands are getting tied from the higher ups. And I, I'm going to wonder if that's going to be the case now we see him, if he's got room to develop a pitcher. Because he did win the Stanley Cup. But the rosters he built in L.A. That's why he came here. I'm like, so the higher ups got to let go. Holmgren's the first one. Love of God, I, I am frustrated with that man. My frustration with him. Clarky, I wish would step back more. Bill Barber, some of the old bucks got to step out. And we got to bring out some more outside talent. And everyone says, oh, why do we don't we draft, like, some bring some guy from the colleges up? Do you not forget about D Hextall? Dave Hextall? Because that was the plan with him, remember? To bring up all the young bucks. With him, but that wasn't the case. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, like I, I said, that I, I always want to go find some young assistants around the league with some fresh ideas, especially as a, as a GM. I, I do realize this game is getting a little bit more analytical, and I, and I do think that you need to implement. I always say, like, I, I'm tired of like the game being completely drowned with analytics, but I do understand the importance of it, it needs to be implemented some sort of way. But the fact is, look. Chuck Fletcher is putting the, together this roster for this next upcoming season. And so there's nothing we can really do about what's going to happen in the front office. We already have our, our coach and John Tortorella. So to me, it's we just got to find the best way to put ourselves in a, in a good position for the future. Get yourself enough prospects. And of course, you know, having that cornerstone, that key star piece in Johnny Goudreau, like that's really what I would love to do. And uh, I don't I just don't feel like Chuck Fletcher is going to put this team in the right spot. And that's just the kind of the kind of the fear that I hold here. But, yeah, I mean, my my attention is you as you can clearly tell is is on bringing Johnny Hockey here to Philly. man. Yeah, and that's going to be the tricky part. If that fails. Who's going to be next? It may be. I think Colorado has a massive cap hit as well, because um, Andre Borleski. He also had a really good year. He knows how to get to a Stanley Cup, but knows how to win it. That'll be added depth for this future lineup if they want to go this way. But I'm trying to figure out now 
who's going to be plan B, plan C, plan D, plan E, or who they want to get. That's, that's the thing. Like, does Chuck even think like that? Like, does Chuck have so obviously plan A is Johnny Hockey, right? But like the, what is Chuck's plan B, plan C, and plan D? Like, if you don't get Johnny, you're probably going to bring a couple cheaper options to kind of fill out the depth of the forward lines, maybe another defender. Uh, you obviously need a backup goaltender as well. So, uh, what is Chuck's backup plans as well? And like, that's the problem. Like, no one has faith in Chuck Fletcher. And I don't, I don't know how the Flyers have faith in him at, at this point because if you look at the way this team, was from essentially one game away from the Eastern Conference Finals to the crap storm that has come since then. The 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 the, the beatdowns from the Rangers in 2020, the the two the two 10 game losing streaks that you had last year. He, he's, he's <sighs> almost three. Yeah, almost. That's right, almost three, man. So I just sure. I just have a lot of faith in Chucky, man. I don't think anyone in the organ, the fans have it, but also. I'm going to put a comparison to last year with Howie Roseman. His butt was on the hottest seat at, in, in probably the entire league. Yeah. Who's on the hottest seat right now in the NHL? You probably think about it. Uh, didn't Toronto keep their guy too? I think, but I'm probably putting, you can make a case for Chuck Fletcher being the having the hottest seat right now, and he knows it. But yeah, I'll say that. Trying, bunch of wondering how they're going to try to weasel out an advantage on the getting rid of the GBR because apparently we can't restructure his contract. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I just, I look, you got to find a way to get rid of the contract. I mean, I don't even know, like if you, if you bring him back this year, I mean, obviously he could probably help you, but it's just, you know, that there's just way too many inconsistencies with GBR and like, yeah, I mean, that's the other part too. Like, what is our direction? Like, what is our direction? I'm hearing aggressive retool. You know, obviously, like when you're talking about, like, I just don't, I don't know what the direction is with this team. And so, that's what we're trying to figure out. That's what we're trying to figure out as these moves go on, as as this all season goes on. We'll see what what can, what can come about, man. But we'll see, man. Absolutely, that's going to be the interesting part about it. Oh, the fun! It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, we're gonna get some more people on here, but it's always right. a pleasure to talk to my brother. Later, take man. care now. See you, Ian. Good, good chat catching up with him. Like, yeah, it's really what it is. It's it's uh not trusting Chuck Fletcher, and we got to figure out uh, what he's thinking over there. Is it really Johnny Hockey, or is he just trying to make some money to get some more players in here? We do not know. You got to The thing is, you got to give towards something to work with, right? He's he's. I think he can get a lot out of his players, but if we don't have talent to give them to work with, and it's really going to be anything. Um, Dylan, I really don't get this. So you Johnny good, got good passing, good puck movement. Oh, I think you said not, not good passing. Um, yeah, dude, he's, he's, in a, he's a talented, very, very talented player. Um, in the mold of obviously Claude Giroux, uh, essentially being your star player, but it's, it's everything that you really need from, uh, from this team, from what you need from this team. What's up? I, I forgot to say, what's up, Scotty? We got DSM in the chat. What's going on, brother? No, Scotty's more of a b-ball football guy. We appreciate you checking on in for some Flyers talks, NHL talk. What's up right now? We appreciate you coming on here. All right, let's go backstage again. Let's bring on our guy, Positive Phillies, checking on in. Welcome to Flyers Talk Live, brother. El Parcero, how's it going? I'm doing good, man, by yourself. Good. Uh, so, you know, Flyers have been doing some big things here. I, I um, Do you mind if we talk about D'Angelo? Yeah, yeah, go right up, man. Yeah. So, I... um. You know, I've, I've heard you say some things um, about him. I, you know, some of the things you're saying, I didn't really realize about him. You know, like, 
I didn't know that, like, he wasn't, like, let me just start off by saying, you know, I support everybody for, like, what they believe in and everything. I don't want anybody to think, like, I'm coming on here and, like, you know, bashing anybody or any anybody for anything they support. Um, I didn't, I didn't realize that he was, like, that type of person, like a jerk, jerk guy or anything. But, you know, I was just, my kind, like, when we signed him, I was just, kind of feeling like excitement because you know i'm from like his hometown and stuff so it's kind of cool to have like a you know south jersey native on the fires but after i'm um, after i've heard you kind of like talk about him and like the scumbag that he kind of is i'm like all right like i'm kind of worried like i don't want like these, these off the ice issues or anything like and i try not to pay attention to that you know like i try not to um how do i put it i try not to like think of like players like off the field issues you know and i i know that that's tough nowadays you know we have like so many issues with in sports like deshaun watson you know look at everything he's going through right now i, I try not to think of a player for that but i mean it's hard you know when they're doing when they're doing more stuff off the team than on the team it's kind of hard not to acknowledge them for that or not to know them for that you know what i'm saying but uh, i try to know them for who they are on the when they play the game no, I mean, I, look, I completely get the sentiment. I mean, you know, when I hear a South Jersey person or Philly person coming back, it's kind of why I'm banging the drum so much for Johnny Hockey. It, it's definitely really right. cool. I mean, for me, look, as a minority, you know, being a Latino in America, like I, I like I don't like hearing those type of like he's used the N word and like it's nothing like we should right. it should of not course. be said and whatnot. But um, like I said, for me, it's like I'm on a short leash basis with him. What I was more referring to, and, and I, I got in a great dialogue with Tyrone Johnson from Nice of the Fanatic over it, and it's a really good point. We like, we were, yeah, we had, we were just going back and forth on Twitter. Um, but the thing uh, is, like, we don't have to forgive him as a person. Like, look, the stuff that's going on with the Phillies, I'm not a big fan right now of JT Real Muto or Kyle Gibson, um, you know, or just just them in general. We could talk about that on Phillies on another time, but. No, we don't have to get any of that stuff. Yeah, we don't have like, like we don't have to like the players for who they are. We're just here for the for the team. Like right. 10 years down the line, like Tony D'Angelo probably won't be on this hockey team. I'm still going to be a Flyers fan and he's going to be associated with the NHL and being a hockey player. So that that that's kind of where, where I was getting at with it. I, I'm just on a short base, le short leash base with him. The minute I hear anything, even an altercation with the teammate, anything negative, I'll be the first one to say he's got to get out of here because this is now juniors. He's had incidents. Uh, he had the incidents in New York. That's why he got traded because he got into physical altercation with the backup goaltender of the Rangers. So he's on a short leash. Now, look, he did behave last year with Carolina. That's great. Um, but the thing is, you cannot like when you have had racist moments, you've had homophobic moments. You cannot ask the the Flyers fans who are a minority who are a, a, a part of the LGBTQ community to forgive them and that's kind of where I was getting at now no one should have to forgive any of these players but you know we're, we're just going to wait and see it out because you know that's kind of yeah, where we're at I, right now you know it's it's sad we are bringing these players and stuff like these players you know these organizations and sports they're causing us to bring politics into sports way too much nowadays which, which I don't like at all, but, you know, what can you do about it? But moving on, you know, aside from uh, Tony D'Angelo, like, like I said, I, I liked him because he was from my hometown. I didn't realize everything about him, but I'm just hoping, you know, he can work on himself and maybe bring some talent to this team, like like you were kind of saying. But moving on, Johnny Hockey. That's that's the guy that I care about. I'm like, all right, you know, having 
two hometown guys, two South Jersey kids on this team, that'd be kind of cool. And actually, the kid we just got, the first round pick kid, um, I can't remember his name, G- called Gutierrez, or something like that. Go, go to, I think it's Gator, uh, Gatora. Cutter. 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 Yeah, we'll call him Cutter. No weeks. I, I think he put something oh, out. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. His mom actually grew up like a Flyers fan or something. So, uh, but I don't like. I've been following the Johnny Hockey thing consistently. Like you know, uh, Frank Frank Cervalli and everything. Like he's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been like getting his sweets and all, and I'm like, I'm just fingers crossed. Like, I'm hoping we can get something done with them, but I don't know. I'm not having that much confidence. But bring him on the team and say we bring Drew back too, because I'm uh, I've been hearing that stuff's happening. Which I mean, if we do bring him back, I'm kind of going to be like, I you know that might be a little bit of a long shot, but I'm kind of going to feel like that's a bit silly that we got rid of him for one year and then now we're bringing him back. You know, like keep him on a team where he can win a cup in a few years. Because I don't know how close we are to that, but you know, yeah, I mean, I feel like if Johnny Hockey comes to this team, we can have actual talent within this. I, I think. I think agree? for me, when I when I envision getting Johnny Hockey, it's more about still being part of the plan of of building a team. I think that you know, I, if you follow me throughout the off season, to me, I, I've had this image, this blueprint of the way the Rangers kind of built their roster, which is what you saw in Eastern Conference finalists. Um, to me, I view Johnny as Artemi Panarin. You sign him to that big deal. You build you build the team around him, and and I think that that's the best case scenario. Obviously, you need to continue developing some of these young players. You need to bring on some more young players as well. You also have a staple of veteran contracts that you need to figure out what you're going to do with as well. And obviously, before we even talk about Johnny Hockey, we still need to shave off some more money off the salary cap. But look, I'm I'm right with yeah, her with you. I love John. I love the potential of having Johnny Hockey here, but for me, it's more of the long term than, than what it is now. And Claude, Claude's definitely not going to come back. I think that if you saw what Ottawa has been doing, they just got back. Uh, they just uh, traded to bring the kid from from Chicago, and yes, they uh, also uh, are looking to take that next step this upcoming season. He's from Claude is from the Ottawa area. I think that that is a legitimate right. spot that you can go. He'll either go to Ottawa or or go back to Florida, in my opinion. Is he? Are they contenders? Um, they got some really good young pieces right now. Um, and I, I think to go somewhere where he's going to win a championship, where he's going right. to win a Stanley Cup. Like you know, I don't want to just see this kid go to like random team. He needs to win a championship, a Stanley Cup. Yeah, it's, it's also not bad. Uh, you know, collecting a little bit of the bag and obviously playing at home as well and getting a chance. It was tough. Like you know, the, dude, that was a really good Florida team that they put together. And for them to get swept by Tampa Bay like that, I mean, it's it's really tough. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, it it, it hurt. I was uh, rooting, they were my playoff team. The the uh, Florida was my yeah. playoff team just because of yeah. uh, the sake of Claude Drew. Absolutely. But uh, and I was Ab- sad to see uh, Oscar go as well today too. Like you said, he was a big part of our team with his uh, cancer battle and also. But you know, Absolutely, hopefully, man. hopefully him Business. and Drew end up together. You you never know. Maybe they'll win a cup together. Absolutely, we'll we'll see, man. But hey, positive Philly, it's always okay, great. great catch up hey, I know this is a uh, I know this is a uh, flyer show, but check out the new uh, Philly the holiday. Show. Got the holiday. Oh yes. my god, dude, you better hang that up. You better put that in a frame, brother. I I actually got two, so maybe I'll frame one and uh, wear the other. That's what's up, man. Wish hey, I, man, rest wish I could get stock. it signed though. I, I wish I could yeah. get it signed by him, but unfortunately, I can't. But oh, Percy, you have a good one, and let's go, Fires. Abroad.
Print it abroad. Yeah, man. Always good catching up with uh with the positive Philly. Uh, what's up, Sports and Metal? Checking it in right now. I'm sorry, but I don't think that they will get this done. They don't have the money. Calgary offered way more. Uh, Calgary offered about what we thought it would be. You know that the thought was a, a ten million dollar deal to kind of start off with, and we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, I I think that right now it's not looking promising. That's for sure. But we'll see what happens tomorrow. I, and I'm not hearing many deals. It, it I'll give this. You know what? I'll, I'll give this. Uh, so by five o'clock tomorrow, we don't hear any more moves from the Flyers as far as salary dumping. Then yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Johnny Hockey not happening. But I, I got twenty four hours, man. Twenty four hours to live in, live in my own little little hockey fantasy. Devin, I see you there, girl. Yeah, it, it, listen, I I, I I I get you. I absolutely get you. And I know this fan base is going to be conflicted on the situation, but we'll have to wait and see what he does, man. I'm not, I'm not getting my hopes up over here uh, over. G, uh, jet key free agents when this team is nowhere near close to contending. But Johnny Hockey was going to be the cornerstone of this franchise as we continue developing more pieces and doing whatever you call this plan. Regressive retool, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Claude Giroux should go to Edmonton, but I agree. I think he will end up in Ottawa. I'd be a nice spot too in Edmonton. I, I think that he'll, I, I think he wants to go back to Canada. And right now there's a big allure with the Canadian teams because you have a couple Canadian teams who are close and just bringing a Stanley Cup back to Canada, what, it's been since 93, right? Was, wasn't Montreal the last team to win the Stanley Cup? Or am I, am I mistaken? Because Calgary lost to Cal- Carolina. You had Edmonton losing to... No, Edmonton lost to Carolina. Who did Calgary lose to? Was it Detroit? Roman Gale was like, oh, pop. Out the Appreciate your sports and metal. Appreciate you. Shouts out to Jason. Make sure you guys check Jason out. Part of the DSM family. Always bringing some great content as well. Right now, it's not dupes. It's not dupe night yet. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow night. <laughs> We're actually gonna be talking about dupe late uh, after this. Uh, but real quick, uh, two more tops before we sign off because we are over the, the time uh, period now. But um, first off, with the uh, we have the extended qualifying offers. The Flyers have, have offered to nine players. Um, they will have until tomorrow to accept. Uh, you got Wade Allison, Jackson Cates, Morgan Frost, Hayden Hutchinson, Linus Hochberg, Tanner Lazinski, Zach McEwen, Isaac Ratcliffe, and Owen Tippett. Obviously happy to see them offered Owen, Morgan, and I honestly, a lot of people forget about Isaac Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe ha- showed some promise in a couple games. I love the physicality kind of brought as that big body forward. I would like to see him continue developing, maybe being a little bit more uh, technical with his stick, especially uh, get, getting a couple more goals. Like two slash, uh, I'm surprised they offered one to Wade Allen. I mean, it, honestly, this is really it for Wade. Uh, love Wade, and I do think that he can be a part of this team. But if he can't stay healthy, then you know what? What really is the point of it? The best ability is availability, as they said. And of course, they did not offer. Uh, uh, they did not offer qualifying offers to Matthew Strom, uh, Maxime Shusko, and Kirill Ustemko. So those are the off uh, the qualifying offers that they have offered. So um, Owen should be interesting as well. Um, because obviously he's he feels like he has the talent. Obviously hasn't had a lot of opportunity. I did like what I saw from him in that little short showings that he gave us this year after the Claude Giroux trade. Um, and I'm glad that they gave him a qualifying offer. I know a lot of people like Zach McEwen because you know he brings that goon type of energy. Um, but I, I just don't need another goon in my fourth line anymore. I need some young kids who are hungry, who are going to you know work their ass off and get and grind some goals out. Um, and just the days of having just a goon just to have a goon just to me makes no more sense. 
That's funny because Zach did show some speed and some good skating ability. I just kind of saw that dwindle away as, as you know, the losses started piling up. He just felt like he needed to be more. I wasn't a fan of that. Uh, so we'll see what that does. But we'll, 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 tomorrow we'll find out uh, who accepts these qualifying offers and who does out of the nine players. All right. And we also have the development camp uh, list, which actually started yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so we got 21 forwards. Uh, J.R. Avon, we have Bryce uh, Brodzinski, Alex Bump, Elliot DeSoyne, which I'm super excited to see, alongside Tyson Forster, which I'm also super excited to see. Uh, two uh, 2020 picks. Uh, Jakob Goucher, you have obviously uh, Cutter Gauthier, you have Alexis G uh, Gendron, uh, you have Galvin uh, Hayne. I'm sorry, this is really, let me actually, wow, I'm getting, am I getting old, guys? Starting to starting to have troubles reading here. You got uh, Michael Huckett. You have Dylan, uh, Devin Kaplan, who was a second-round pick this year. You got Clint Levins, who was a camp invite. O Ole Liskelly. Uh, you got Owen uh, McLaughlin. Ty McSorley. Chase Primo. That's right. Just the Primo you guys are thinking of. Uh, we have Theo Rashit, Tyler Savard. Dovo Tinley. Uh, Samu Tumala. And yeah, of course, uh, Zade Wisdom, which you know me, guys, I love me some uh, Zade Wisdom. Hopefully, he shows out in this camp. Uh, we got ourselves eleven defensemen, Ronnie Atard. Hopefully, expecting a lot from him. You got Felix Colin, okay, or Colin Felix. I'm sorry, a 2022 free agent, guys. He's from Camden, New Jersey, which is kind of cool. Really cool to see. Okay, shout to CMD, uh, Adam Kar uh, Karashik, Will McKinnon. Hunter McDonald, Mason Millman, Ty Mershin. Sorry if I'm butchering any of these names. Uh, Keaton Pe uh, per Person. I think that's how you say it. Keaton Person. Okay. I like that. Uh, Ethan Sampson, Why? Uh, Why Wiley. And of course, Mr. Cam York. And you got three goaltenders uh, Samuel Urson, Jonathan Lem Lemieux, and Yanov uh, Peretz. So those are your camp invitees. We'll wait to see what these guys can give us. I'm obviously really excited to see Elliot Joinier and Ty Forrester, uh, both guys with a lot of promise. I'm really excited to see what they do. Of course, uh, Cotter Gauthier, obviously we're not going to be able to see him within the system this year. He'll be doing his one year with BC. But really excited to see what he can provide here. And, of course, as always, we want to see Zay. I think um, Zade Wisdom is coming off an injury. So I want to see him impress. Um, obviously, he'll be at Lehigh Valley this year as well. And of course, Cam York, I want to see him just, you know, just excelling as a, as a leader. Um, I, I think that that's the next step for Cam York, especially with a lot of these young guys. And the Flyers are expecting a lot from Cam York. So I'm really excited to see what these kids can bring to us. Absolutely. Um, let me see. Uh, just frustrated with the ineptitude in the front office. I don't know if I have faith in them doing the right thing. I completely agree with you, man. I want to have faith. It's hard to, yeah, I agree. I listen. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. It's hard to have faith with Chuck Fletcher with the track record he's had with this hockey team. I uh, just hope some young, uh, younger guys continue to develop. I don't think that the drafts have been terrible, but the lack of developing these players um, and seeing it through fruition. You know what it is is that you hear these guys with potential. They're doing great in Lehigh Valley, and then they come up to uh, the NHL and. They just you don't know what what happens with them. They just look, kind of lose themselves, and it's it's just really frustrating. Something is lost in the system. Um, you're gonna be joining the retirement home with me, Mark, dude. I swear to God, like I, I had to squint reading that. It was kind of bad. Wyatt Wiley's one to watch. He's my sleeper. Zay, yeah, dude. Zade Wisdom, dude. Kid's a beast, man. Kid's a beast. <laughs> That's funny, Timmy. Timmy, 
Timmy, stay right there. We're about to sign off. We're about to go into uh, our union match preview, so stay right there. All right, guys, it's going to do it for Flyers Talk Live. Thank you so much for hanging out, guys. Had a lot of fun over these last 40 minutes. Guys, if you enjoyed today's Flyers Talk Live, do me the solid. Hit that like button. Subscribe for more Philly sports. Of course, you can find us where every stream podcast are available on Apple, Google, and Spotify under Oyen Philly Sports. Thank you to our sponsor here today. Make sure you guys check out Lots of Rain Watches. Use the promo code Barcelo Philly for 10% off of your purchase of a Lots of Rain Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by name Ed Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys, let's go Flyers. Talk to you guys soon.